0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the newest episode of the Read Right to Left podcast. I am G from Simply G, joined by my always wonderful co-host, Ray from Whimsical Pictures. Hello, everyone. (laughs) And this month we are talking about sports manga. Um, It's, uh, well, it's July, so normally, if the world wasn't in crisis we would be having the Summer Olympics right about now. Um, but unfortunately, that is not the, not what's happened. So we have quite a few questions to get to as well. But before I do, I did want to mention that for all of you wonderful listeners, I know it's been a long time coming. The podcast is now available on pretty much anywhere you want to listen to your, your podcasts. Um, we're on Google podcast we're on Spotify most importantly um, we're on anchor FM that's kind of our base hub and you can get all of the links for that in the description below we really appreciate all of you wonderful people who listen to us on a regular basis and hopefully this way it will make it easier for you to stay up to date with our episodes and listen to us on the go without having to have the YouTube um, app or um, on your phone or or on your computer, open to to listen to us, and also you you know it keeps track of where you are in the video um, or the yeah. podcast, <laughs> so it's easier to to just stop and start because I know we we, we spend a lot a lot of time talking during this podcast. Yeah, this month sports manga. I think this is a pretty fun topic. Um, it's a genre that's quite popular nowadays. Hasn't always been, um, especially in the West. Yeah,
1: I feel like um, there was like a huge stretch of time when it was considered an absolute like dead zone. Like there was an adage that I remember going around like anime fandom: like any company would be crazy to license a sports anime.
0: Yes, I think it's definitely played into the the whole stereotype of obviously anime fans are kind of dorky and nerdy and not the athletic type, um which is not <laughs> the case, but it it was definitely that like nerd versus jock um separation. And so the idea that anime and manga fans would be interested in series focused around sports and athletes was kind of just... they didn't think it would do well. And there were some titles that kind of disproved that, even back when sports was this, like, empty zone of nothingness in (laughs) English-speaking markets. But... It was really around the early to, like 2010s that we saw a shift, um, namely due to some very popular big names gaining a lot of popularity in fandoms, um, so in fan circles, and ultimately, I guess, driving interest in and proving that there was a really large market um, in, in the West and outside of Japan for these sports series. So, what
1: titles do you think specifically kind of
0: spurred it? I remember
1: a lot of buzz when Haikyuu's anime first started out as well as Kuroko's Basketball, but do you think there was like I would a say- title or two in particular?
0: I mean, Haikyuu was definitely the big one, especially being in Jump. Kuroko was in a similar vein. I would also argue that Yomoshi Pedal definitely appealed mm. to that crowd as well. Um Although it's, yeah, well, that's a much longer, much bigger title and is still ongoing. <laughs> um, there was also at that time, um, Free was a new anime that yeah, had yeah. just come out, very popular with female fans. Um, so it, it, those, those few series kind of fed into this idea that there was money in the market. And that's, I, it, I think stuff like Haikyuu and Free and those sorts of things also spawned a lot of copycat um, titles and a lot of publishers mm-hmm. trying to... and a lot of anime you know, studios and stuff trying to make their own version of that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had a lot of not-so-great <laughs> um, sports series <laughs> come out in the last 10 years as well. Um, but now there are, there's just... Whatever, Really, if you enjoy a particular sport, especially a very popular sport, um, team sport, then there's generally a manga available in some iteration legally for you in English, um, whether that be tennis, whether that be basketball, obviously a big one, baseball is another really big one, soccer or football for you European folks. Um you know, there's there's a lot around, and um, it's it's really interesting. I think because there's a lot more people now who would call themselves sports manga fans than uh, who back in the day. I mean, myself included in this wouldn't have expected to like sports series because um, mm-hmm. I I'm I wasn't an athletic child. I wasn't in a whole lot of team sports growing up. And so, yeah. um, you know, it, I think for me it was a surprise when I was enjoying stuff like Haikyuu, like Kuroko, despite its hilarious craziness.
1: <laughs> uh, um, and Because that- of. Come on, G. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched you live tweet your Wamushi pedal.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love it, but it's not like... because it's good well not it's not bad it's just hilarious like it's just crazy so and that's kind of sometimes the thing you want from a sports series um so before we get talking to specific titles I think we should go over the history of sports manga a little bit and kind of the different I'd say the two different types of sports manga there are Um, in Japan, and that we see getting licensed. Before we get into all of the wonderful questions that everyone sent in. So, um, starting out, sports manga definitely in Japan didn't really take off until probably the later 60s, and that was namely because of Japan hosting the 1964 Olympics, so because of that during the that Olympic games the f- women's volleyball team actually won gold um in in the Olympics and that really inspired a lot of young women but it also inspired a lot of mangaka about this you know kind of an underdog team it was a very unexpected win for Japan post war uh, and so that really spurred this this whole wave of sports manga within the shoujo and jose demographics. Um, one of the major ones that we saw um, or that came out at, in this period was Attack Number 1. Yeah. Yeah, and then also Aim for the Ace. You do see quite a few of these female-focused titles. There's also a larger um, shift at things like ballet and other more feminine, quote-unquote, sports um, I don't even know what really spurred it, but it wasn't till later that we saw more of these um, more general sports. Man- I mean, there was always manga about like baseball and basket, to a lesser extent basketball, Soccer. and other stuff. But it wasn't until later that it became more shonen and seinen focused because. Uh, Really now, the the difference between availability of shonen sports stuff versus shoujo sports stuff is night and day. Especially when we're talking about licenses.
1: Well, I think um, there were some really big kind of early flagship shonen sports mm-hmm. series that um, you know we're never going to get in English. Of course, no matter yeah. how much a few people beg. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the big ones that. I know is huge in, like, South America and Latin America. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we <laughs> uncultured Americans don't care about soccer. So, <laughs> but um, that would be Captain Subasa, which uh, mm-hmm. is a fucking phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um, there's
0: also Hajime no Ippo, which, like, God, I don't know how many
1: volumes that's
0: at. I I think it's got (laughs) something like twelve hundred chapters currently, and it's technically still ongoing. So, if uh, just
1: just the Rocky movies that we got (laughs) wasn't enough for you, You (laughs) it never died in Japan. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but there have been um, even within Jump titles, there's been some larger shonen. Um, stuff that we've, that we've seen, uh, I would say one that a lot of people recognize, a lot of people have very fond memories of is Slam Dunk. It's not super duper long by today's standards, but it is at 30 volumes and, mm-hmm. um, it's an Inoue work. So, you know, people love him. Um, <laughs> so that kind of leads it, uh, ahead of the pack so to speak, and that really was one of that, along with Prince of Tennis, which is another longer title. Well, it's thirty six volumes, um, but earlier title, and that one kind of bridged this this gap of like that one appealed to the female fans, so um, really, really worked to the audience that we now kind of consider as the main core fan base of a lot of these. Sh- sports series um this i always like i always have to laugh at the sheer number of
1: like my favorite especially jose and bl mangaka where mm-hmm. like if i go look up their baka updates listing how many mm-hmm. of their first works were prince of tennis Dojens. <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> it's it like, was ubiquitous it was- <laughs> It was formative for a lot of people. I'm pretty sure they still run up Halloween. Valentine's drives for all of these characters in Prince of Tennis because the ladies love them. Um, (laughs) But it wasn't really until the larger titles like... Or larger, more modern titles um, like Haikyuu, like Kirkus Basketball, like Yomushi Pedal, that we saw... I think it was a it was a mixture of these series having new anime, very well done anime as well. They were um mm-hmm. new, generally 20 12 to 25 episodes, high, very well animated, very likable. It they had really popular seiyuu on the cast. So it appealed a lot to the fangirl demographics obviously, the Fujo crowd um but also the the Seiyu crowd and things like that, and for stuff like Kuroko, I presume for stuff like Haiku, um, they were adaptations that didn't have a whole bunch of filler in them, and they presumably, in Haiku's uh, case, will have an ending. Like they will co- adapt the entirety of the story. That's what they did with Kuroko. Mm-hmm um they did a fair amount of that with your mushi pedal but your mushi pedal is such a like it's slow for as much that like for as long as it is not much happens like that
1: series is an anomaly that should not have been counted (laughs) (laughs) honestly i think the big thing about stuff like kurobas and um is uh a lot of the kind of sports series that may kind of were a little bit more well known or well respected earlier on, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, earlier in the aughts, I'm thinking like Big wind Up. Yeah. Uh, which is very slow paced. <laughs> um, I love its pieces, but it is a. I mean, it yeah. is not. <laughs> It is not unlike watching a baseball game. <laughs> yeah. Um. A very gay baseball game. <laughs> um. As well as, like, stuff. There was stuff like Giant Killing. I remember mm-hmm. making a bit mm-hmm. of a splash, but the people who liked Giant Killing kind of already were into soccer because the thing about those titles is that they are very much built on this passion for the sport and yeah. kind of assume that you know the are sport. already a fan of soccer. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like Haiku does a really good job of like teaching you volleyball as you're watching in a very accessible way. You don't need yes. to know what you're watching to know what you're watching, essentially. Uh-huh.
0: And then Kurka um, is all superpowers anyway, so it doesn't matter. Like. Yeah. Kuroko's Basketball is like the other side of that
1: accessibility coin where it's just like, you don't need to know the rules of basketball because the characters don't know the rules of basketball either. <laughs> and the refs are nobody knows the rules. Um, but I definitely think that accessibility of those major titles, free as well, right? It's not like you mm-hmm. need to know the mechanics of a swimming race to watch free.
0: Yeah, as, and um, Free is an interesting one because obviously it is more like it has the sport in it, but it the relay and the swimming is more of a a mechanism for these characters' personal growth and stuff because swimming is hard to show like improvement with because obviously it re- in real life a lot of these sports one it's a very short event even relays are short events they only take a couple minutes and then they're over um and it's time based so there's only so much you can do in a show or a manga or whatever to show that one team is better than the other team without it being like too ridiculously over the top whereas when you have a more dynamic um team sport especially like with kuriko which is just over the top. But Haikyuu, it Haikyuu has characters who are probably a little more skilled than high schoolers would be, but they're all still within the realm of realism. Um and it it's more satisfying as a viewer watching the character like finally hit that spike perfectly or finally you mm-hmm. know, receive the ball in just and and you don't know anything about the sport but you're like oh my god because you recognize that that was like a cool thing that they did because anyone <laughs> doing that would it would be a cool thing you don't have to necessarily know the sport <laughs> there's also i wanted to mention um another subsection of cuz because obviously we have sports manga that are are familiar sports to non-japanese fans. Um, Sports that are are played in other countries. Baseball being the biggest one. Um, Basketball. Volleyball. Swimming. Tennis. All of these things. But then we also have more Japanese focused and Japanese specific sports. The obvious one to me is Chihayafuru. It's a series I adore. Love it. Everyone go read it. Support Kodansha's release. Um, But also Hikaru no Mm -hmm. Go, which um did have quite a like large following considering um that it is focused on go which is not that popular of a sport anywhere even in Japan at the time anywhere <laughs> um but but really found its audience um regardless and both of those titles rejuvenated interest in the sport um for for young people in Japan and outside of Japan to learn these things that were tended tended to be seen as like old people pastimes that are not not full of young hot-blooded you know shonen protagonists um also things like um kendo and you know more martial arts folk martial arts focused manga um that we see a little bit yeah. of stuff
1: like um Akagi as well uh not akagi. I'm I'm thinking of the other
0: one. The, Saki? the ugly one. The nose guy. The nose guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, Akagi's okay. right. And there's also Saki I which right? is the Mahjong um series girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then there's also um
1: uh March Comes in like a Lion
0: as well. Yeah. Yeah. And Jogi. Yes. So there's a, I mean really in Japan if if you are a fan of a sport, there's probably a manga about it. We don't get a lot of the more esoteric ones unless they do gain a very beloved, like, cult following. Like, Chihai Furu managed to because of three wonderful seasons of anime. Um, and you see stuff like Surune, um, which is obviously archery, being a Kyoto animation pro- uh, project having that inbuilt fan base. Um, So obviously there are people who are interested in these more Japanese uh, sports, but they're not sports that most, let's face it, like middle school or or high school American kids are going to have a background in comparatively to baseball, basketball, volleyball, etc., Um, And that's why I think we do see a lot of those sports titles being licensed, not only because they appeal to the Fujo crowd who have money and will spend it on pretty boys versing each other, um, but also because kids are like, hey, I play basketball, I'm going to get this series about basketball. And then you can pretend that you're a super cool basketball player, just like Kirkko or Kagami or wh- whomever, whomever you want to be. There's also, I think, a large percentage of sports manga that we do see licensed being released digitally um, that people may not be aware of just because they are longer series. They, some of them don't have the inbuilt fan base that a uh, major popular title like like Haikyuu or Kuroko or Hell Yomoshi Pedal does. Um, a lot of them are Kadancha titles as expected because they do have the largest digital library out of all of the publishers. And uh, there's quite a quite a variety of titles, including um, some that I, enjoy obviously shahyafu is the big one for me there's also ace of diamond which is a pretty um well-known baseball series that's had two or three seasons of anime um there's mm-hmm. the giant killing there's also Knight of the area in their arena i don't oh, i yeah. don't know i'm not very good with the soccer ones because i don't have a lot of interest in them yeah. um, I they... know like
1: everyone I know who follows Giant <laughs> is a big fan of that one so mm-hmm. if you like soccer that might be one to check out
0: yeah there's also a newer soccer title it, that's just made the transition to print from Kodansha I think it's Goodbye My Dear Kramer or Farewell My Dear ah. Kramer um, which is done by yeah. the Your Lie April uh, Mangaka uh, and that's be- that has been simul-pubbed by Kodansha for a long time, um, but obviously, I guess, there's enough interest. And a, there, I think there's also an anime coming up, so that's that's come to print for all of you soccer fans. Um, there's mm-hmm. also stuff like Karate Heat, which obviously is about martial art karate. Um, Shoujo Fight is a f- women's volleyball... um
1: yeah series um, I actually um I quite am enjoying uh Shojo Fight. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of rides a weird line between, you know, weird superpower short sports manga <laughs> and like serious drama sports yeah. manga. But I definitely appreciate getting a series about uh the girls volleyball team mm-hmm. that gives the girls kind of realistic well, some of them are pretty goofy looking, but for the most part, you know, they look like volleyball girls, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. They don't look like, you know, the girls in Harukana Receive or whatever. Uh-huh. They, uh huh. The main girl in particular, I, I saw her design and I was like, yeah, that's, that's what my volleyball girls look
0: like. I like so. it. Give me that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Days also is available, which is another soccer series that does technically have an anime which was technically licensed i don't know if it ever got released um and then there's also a title that i follow um it's on manga plus uh it's a jump plus title called moonland which is a male gymnastics uh manga i really like that one It's kind of my niche i'm into it um but there, I mean, there's there's a lot around. Also, of course, the wonderful um, cross manage by Kaito, which is about a girl's lacrosse team. Five volumes. That's available in its entirety digitally from Viz. Um, short and sweet, pretty solid. Uh, and even there's even like ballet manga, um, magnificent. Grand Scene, I butchered that title. Um by Q V is available um from a kind of niche publisher. It's on Bookwalker and Amazon, Kindle, and everywhere else you yeah. buy your manga. Yeah. Um I know um
1: Aisha of Mama loves manga's big fan of that one.
0: Yeah. And uh again there's also even even some of the less conventional uh, sports series do find their way in print, the big one being Welcome to the Ballroom which is of course ballroom dancing um, so you know there's there's a lot around and there's probably more than I think a lot of people expect and even realise uh, because a lot of the focus does go to the most popular major titles understandably because many of them are very very good and have a lot of fans and get talked up a bunch, <laughs> um, but there's there's more than than you may expect. So if you are looking for a particular sport, maybe try and look around at licensing news because there is um, quite a bit of sports manga floating around for those who are have. Are either tired of the more popular titles, or have finished them, and you want something new to sink your teeth into? Oh,
1: um, and and, uh, ping pong.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) talk about (laughs) no. Yes, Um, that one just got its first half of its. Um,
1: that that'll come up later,
0: I promise. So I think that's our pretty um. I think that's a pretty comprehensive look at kind of sports manga, the, a little bit of the history of it and where it is currently, some of the stuff that is available right now, both in print and digitally. Um, and because yeah. there's a lot of questions, I, I think uh, we want to dedicate most of the time to those because you guys asked a lot of really great things. So, yeah, I think we should yeah. just jump straight into
1: that. Cool. Uh, so first, we've got a couple questions from uh, Stories on Shelves at Storied Shelves. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first question from them is: Could you share some of your favorite artists or moments in a sports series where the art really speaks for itself, or some moments where an action was really fun to follow visually? Uh, Gee,
0: uh, I, I think there's there's quite a few moments. Um, there's a lot of scenes, and really, within Haikyuu, some of the most memorable moments to me were not ones of great success, but ones of great loss. One of the real scenes and and spreads that really jumped out at me um earlier on in the series was this kind of montage of all of the schools that didn't that had lost their games that didn't qualify to go further into um you know the competition and i i think that was really wonderful because those those teams so often get forgotten when we are talking about sports manga because obviously we follow the generally the winners the winning team um the i really love when we talk about action there's some fantastic dynamic paneling with Haikyuu, and just perspective play with with the volleyball itself. Mm -hmm. Um, People have pointed out a lot of particular panels throughout the entire series of where a character will be spiking the ball from one angle, and the ball is static, it stays in the same place, but the panels will move around it so that the characters are interacting at at different angles, making it a much more interesting... Mm -hmm. uh, thing to actually follow and you get that sense of movement i
1: like how that really
0: um uh what you were saying
1: with the uh that trick with the ball in uh Hi-Q, i think it also really emphasizes the uh the idea of teamwork and the entire team working towards one specific goal um mm-hmm. that's something that i've been struck with with Haikyuu's art is, uh, obviously, um, Huredate's art has a wonderful sense of movement to it, but I also like that, you know, you never really lose the importance of this series as a team team sport.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's, it, it's definitely not just like uh, Kageyama and Hinata, you know, roadshow they all and that's something that again i think really appeals to people because you do get so attached to so many of the characters of course in cross but even the rival teams there's very memorable likable characters that people attach themselves to another um fantastic example of i i would say like fun or really visually interesting and um dynamic sense of movement and action is again, um, If For people who are not aware, Chahaifuru is about Karota, which is basically, I explain it as like snap, but with poetry. Um, and mm-hmm. so, so the characters, they, they try to get the same card at the same time. And it leads to you know, literally pushing the card out of bounds in order to claim it, to to be the first to touch it. And so the way that that manga shows that movement, the speed of that, you really get a sense of how quickly and how high stakes these characters find, them, uh, find these games, even though it's not a sport that it has a lot of physical exertion, um, evident or necessarily obvious in the same way that You know, running around a court, um, chasing other players, does (laughs) Uh, you 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 do have these characters absolutely worn out at the end of a game, but you don't have these you know shots of them just dripping in sweat and you know there's the (laughs) ball over there and we got to get and we got to stop this person. Um, And it's also interesting in how that series plays with or or shows the importance of individual play even within the team play and how um, because Karata is an individual sport but you can have team tournaments and how multiple individual um, games can support each other and how the mood of each game uh, is very influential on your team members who you're sitting amongst it's, it's really mm. good Rei <laughs> 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 Chai and of course, um, ping pong goes without saying. Taiyo Matsumoto yeah. is just phenomenal at at action and and d- again, dynamic. The angling in ping pong is just oh, mm. it's it's mm, beautiful. Love it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh,
1: Taiyo Matsumoto is uh uh one of the best. <laughs> uh one of the best uh illustrators working in the world right now mm-hmm. um and uh i, I firmly believe that <laughs> um he just he draws with such confidence um i i love how he draws these kids they feel so real um even though they're drawn in quite an exaggerated way Mm-hmm. um and something I was struck with, reading Ping Pong versus watching the anime, which also uh, does a fantastic job of adapting Matsumoto's style,
0: mm-hmm. that series
1: is directed by Masaki Yuasa, and um, if that isn't a match made in heaven, <laughs> I don't know what is. <laughs> um, but, perfect uh, pair of those two. They, I, I feel like even though their styles are very different, they have kind of a similar sensibility to them. hmm um so that ended up working just so well in my opinion.
0: <laughs> yeah. But um
1: yeah. reading the manga I was really struck by just how how rhythmic the reading experience of it is. Mm-hmm. Um it really does it, it's hard to explain but it really does feel like the experience of being caught in like a table tennis rally. Where yeah. it keeps jumping back and forth and back and forth and back and forth <laughs> and uh it really just keeps your eye moving through the manga and mm-hmm. it's hypnotic, really. Um that's without getting into a lot of the uh the visual metaphors within that series that mm-hmm. I just make me cry <laughs> to think about them. <laughs> um the the superhero with the the mask and yeah. um you know the robot imagery, the butterfly imagery is just like gonna cry, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh when it comes to art, you know you can't beat Ayo Matsumoto mm
0: hmm it, yeah it's it really is. I mean it was a long time coming with that license and I'm just so happy that we finally got it and everyone <laughs> should read it or watch it it's it's great preferably do both Do them
1: both <laughs> The anime is uh the anime is coming to American Netflix very soon according to uh and Young joy so yeah you watch have no excuse and... everybody go watch it What Watch the anime on Netflix, and then when you fall in love with it, buy the manga too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a really lovely, really beautiful it, release yeah, too. It's Viz really went all out with with their ping pong book. It it's just oh, it's lovely. And
1: then the other question from at Storied shelves is: Are there any plot
0: lines you'd like to see more of in sports manga? Um. So I didn't mention it. Uh, in the earlier part, but I did, I did want to. I mean, we have seen a little bit of this, um, but I, I'd really like to see more of the um, sports manga that that have disabled athletes. Um, we see it with mm-hmm. Real, which is about mm-hmm. uh, wheelchair basketball. Another Inoue work. Um, there's, there are some series that aren't sports series that do have um disabled characters who are play sports uh whether that be casually or whatever um perfect world has wheelchair basketball again um i hear the sunspot has a deaf futsal team um and th- with the olympics and the paralympics um coming up there was a large very large amount of of manga featuring disabled characters and Paralympians um that i i would think would be really interesting there's one that i want to mention when we get to talking about licensing um but yeah i think athletes para para athletes really get forgotten i think and the paralympics gets forgotten um amidst the excitement and the interest of the quote-unquote regular olympics so often that it's it's really sad because these are incredibly accomplished people, um, representing their country and it's you know, I wanna see it, I wanna read it. So I'd yeah. I'd like I'd like more of that.
1: Yeah. Same. Um, there's a bunch I want. There's one about uh blind football that um I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one called Blade Girl that's about a runner with a prosthetic leg
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, that looks very cute. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. Always want more of that representation. And similarly, in a uh, a post Yuri on Ice world, <laughs> yeah, I want more of my athletes getting gay married at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think um, I think the um, the the ice skating manga that we have currently isn't going to have the gay ending, so not as good, not no. as good. I, I I only a straight ending.
1: <laughs> <laughs> straight people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, nah, no, that series looks cute. It does. I I haven't, I, I haven't I... either. That, that's not I. I have nothing against that series. I do actually want to read it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, ah, we're talking about night, night on the ice, night of the yes, ice? yes,
0: night of the ice, uh, uh, done by the by yeah Kimiwo Pet um, mangaka.
1: What's her name? Trans, tramps like us.
0: Yeah,
1: Yayoi Ogawa.
0: Yes. Anyway, <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, gay shit. Also, I always want more. Uh, Sports manga focusing on uh, female teams, yeah. girls teams, yeah,
0: and that's um, that's why I definitely love to mention, or I th- I feel compelled to mention stuff like Shoujo Fight and Cross Manage because, and and even um, Goodbye My Kramer because they are girls teams, um, which does mm-hmm. seem to be a rarity, mainly because I think obviously a lot of sports series nowadays are mm-hmm. within. Shown in demographic, but also at the same time are appealing to the fujo crowd or a female fan yeah. group. So uh, they they tend to not have that that big of an interest in female characters, um, or at least <laughs> focusing on female characters. So yeah, uh, it would be it would be nice to see some more ladies doing some cool sports yeah. stuff.
1: Um, I'd like to see more lady coaches too. Like that was mm-hmm. something that always stood mm-hmm. out to me in um Ofori. big windup. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be nice. They're always the managers, but it would be nice mm-hmm. to see more lady coaches mm-hmm.
0: too. Okay. Um. I, no, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but I've been seeing art for the current high um exhibition that has a bunch of like third-year artwork of the first-year characters. Um, Mm -hmm. And it has uh, Yachi, but then there's also, like, the other managers that she's, I guess, training up before the the third-years graduate. And one of them's a a boy manager, and it made me happy, because that's (laughs) kind of a rarity. Um, Again, when we're talking about, like, boys' teams, it tends to be the female manager, and then yeah, you know, girls teams. You have the male. So I don't know. I'm like, yay, that's yeah, equal opportunity yeah. managers. Um. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice to get some managers who are treated treated a little better by mm-hmm. the teammates as well. Yeah. Again, that, another... that always that never stopped bothering me yeah. in hockey, man.
0: Uh... Yeah, well, she's so hot, and then she leaves. I don't. Okay. I. I would. I would disagree with with that. Uh, Kyoko especially has a very. Um, she has. She gets her own character arc, like that. That kind of runs throughout the whole series. Um, and I mean, yeah, the whole the whole like, oh, she's beautiful and like hot, and you know we must protect is, I mean, that's a pretty typical teenage boy thing, unfortunately. And it kind of pretty typical teenage boy thing, but it's not great to reinforce
1: that behavior in a series largely read by teenage boys.
0: (laughs) Uh, I don't, um, I don't, I don't like, I, I understand the argument, but at the same time, having read, like, obviously I just finished the series. I don't mind what, how her story was treated and I don't mind how the other characters really later on she be- you it becomes more evident the role that she plays in the series and she isn't just there to be hot and Yachi isn't was never there to be hot um so I would say that yeah. she, I mean I'll
1: I'll take I'll take your word for it because <laughs> I only watched two seasons of the anime mm-hmm. I'm just mm-hmm. saying like in those two seasons it never stopped annoying me how those boys treated her so, <laughs> yeah, and that's you know that's fifty episodes, so yeah, that's not like a short amount of time. But yeah, managers also play a, a very important role on the team. So, uh, less using not just in haiku but just in general, mm-hmm. less using them as fan service would be nice. Just
0: generally speaking. In so many other shows, they're such non entities, it doesn't like really why are they included b- it whatsoever because they're not, they're very rarely like ever even mentioned. Yeah. So, well, that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. They usually just show
1: up to be a pretty girl. Next set of questions is going to be from uh, Lum. Ranmayasha at @ranmayasha. Uh, the first question is going to be: What sports do you feel are overrepresented and underrepresented in manga? Um, I was trying to think about this, but honestly, uh, a lot of like the types of sports that you see a lot—that's just the readership is a lot of like high schoolers and middle schoolers for this stuff Mm -hmm. Um, so a lot of the popular sports are just determined by what sports the kids themselves are into Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean I feel like you're just not going to get away from like baseball and soccer more or less dominating everything (laughs) and I'm kind of okay with that because it's like
0: you know there's more kids who
1: know those sports and are into them
0: you know yeah, and also those two are, like, all, also have a very large, not that these series were made with the international audience in mind, but they're the ones that we get, again, seeing licensed because they're familiar to to, other, like, Western kids, non-Japanese kids, um, and teens as well because they're the sports that they play. Um, I will mm-hmm. say that, like, as a... Someone who comes from a country with like zero baseball, um, <laughs> like interest background. It, I on like I didn't know anything about baseball. I knew like the rules that you know you hit the ball and three strikes and you're out and stuff. But I did not know anything like about the innings or at, like I played softball in primary school, but they never actually taught me the rules. If they did, I wasn't paying attention. So, like, I learned a lot about (laughs) baseball from manga and Mm -hmm. anime. Um, And obviously, like, some or majority of the sports that are popular here um, in Australia are grossly underrepresented in manga because they're not sports that get played very often outside of Australia. So it's <laughs> it's kind of funny in that sense because we have very popular sports here like Aussie rules football, cricket's a huge one um, so and and netball for for girls teams. Um, we're, so more of the quote unquote popular t- sports that would have manga um, in in Japan. Would be like the tennis stuff and maybe the soccer stuff. There's quite a few soccer fans here. I'm not one of them, but there's quite a few. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not. I think obviously because a lot of Japanese sports culture is influenced by American sports culture, um, you see that you know reflected in in the media, and then being in a country that doesn't have the same sports culture, because we have a very British uh, sports culture here, is is interesting, just like m- from a local perspective. Well, what I was trying to get at
1: is that Japan at this point has developed their own sports culture. Uh-huh. Um, of course, of and course. the sports that are popular there are not like a carbon copy of what's popular in America. If it was a carbon copy of America, then every single sports series would be about american football
0: and that's <laughs> also not the case. a really
1: boring sport I don't hey now <laughs> hey now, but yeah uh I don't know, I guess I just don't feel very strongly about like things being overrepresented or Mm underrepresented, because I just feel like the sports that are popular in Japan get a lot of manga and the sports that are unpopular in Japan
0: get one manga. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, that's, that's like, um, I, again, totally fair. And I would say the same. Um, and I think it's just an interesting case of like the again the like the fact that we have gotten some of the more Japanese centric sports like Chi and um uh Hikoronogo licensed despite it not being like a thing in America or elsewhere. <laughs> I mean in Asia yes, but not not in America or England or anything. So that's cool. Uh but that also has the an element of like being Japanesey. So like the the real like, weebs will be like, "Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> you know, oh, this isn't like normal s- gross sports." Um I'm actually surprised that martial arts manga aren't more
1: popular in the West mm-hmm. given that kind of weeb aspect. Uh, second question from at Ron Mayasha is is there a sport you wouldn't read a manga about no matter how good it is cricket cricket <laughs> <laughs> Um, for me the only thing I could think about was um, like if it was something that I find morally reprehensible then I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. read it like if it was like Dog fighting or something—that yeah. <laughs> would be a no. Um, uh, as well as uh, gambling is a pretty hard sell for me. It's just not something yeah. I'm interested in. So, like, I, I haven't been interested in like cockfighting because I just don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So. Yeah. So I'd probably skip uh, any any
0: series about gambling related. Sports. Mm-hmm. I also, like, I'm not into, I'm not that, like, I have no interest in motorsports, like, the r- car racing and stuff. Doesn't, I'm mm-hmm. not. I, it would have to be well, really, really, really good for me to be like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, I want to do I was going to say, you're, I was going to say your
1: option there is initial D, and I had, uh, I, 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 mm. <laughs> it, uh. <laughs> Yeah. It it has aged.
0: <laughs> Isn't that also the motorcycle one that nobody liked like GP, GPX or Probably. something? I don't remember, but Oh uh, yeah. What was yeah, that I'm, one
1: that was like What was the one that was like
0: Mecca's playing basketball? Oh but, the squash? But squash! Yeah. I mean, I'd be into that. That's, that's interesting. Like, that's yeah. fine. But, like, actual, like, motorcycling, I'm like, eh. Eh. Yeah. Not, eh. No, thanks. Not, not that interesting. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh. You know what I wouldn't read? I wouldn't read a manga about shooting. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't like guns. I, I just don't. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you're free to
0: like that stuff but i just don't like it yeah i I like shooting is i mean again i come from a a country where um we don't have guns or at least it's not like a we we just generally we don't have guns some people have guns but generally we don't have guns and so i like i'm just not into into it i don't yeah i just I, i guess there's there's quite a few, like, Airsoft-related
1: anime, and I've never had any interest in those because mm-hmm. of the same thing. I just don't like... They're fake guns, but they're they're based on real guns, and I don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just as a personal thing. So, yeah. Uh, last question from at Lumeron Mayasha is going to be, do you... Prefer sports manga with adult professionals or
0: high schoolers in clubs. What are the strengths of either approach? It's very dependent on the series. I mean, if we're not a manga, but I adore Yuri and Ice. I think it's phenomenal, and I think it's it really stands out not only because of all of the wonderful things that it is and does, but it the fact that it is focused on an adult who's already. An accomplished athlete within the their their community um, does lend it a different type of issue, a, and it does present different problems and um, solutions yeah. to that. And so, it does make it more compelling, compelling comparatively if it was a series about you know a high school kid who wants to be a um, you know figure skater or is in a figure skating club or something like it's just, and I don't get me wrong. I've only been waxing poetic about Q this whole time. I like me a, <laughs> like a high school sports club series, but I do think that it would be really nice to see more adult athletes because, you know, there's, I think the stakes are one higher once you're an, an adult Um And it is your profession, but it also allows for, uh, just the different variety of, of stakes, of, like, levels of competition, and a more, a different freedom with your characters compared to, like, yes, we are high schoolers, and we're peppy and young, and we want to win the thing. (laughs) I also feel like, in particular with Yuri
1: on Ice, um... Well, you know, Yuri himself is like right in the midst of his career. Mhm. Uh it's interesting that the other main character is someone who is turning to coaching because he's hitting the wall kind of yeah. the latter end of uh his career. of his figure skating career. Um cuz he he's 27, mm-hmm. which is young obviously. But yes, it's not but young if you're yeah. a, a Olympic grade figure <laughs> skater, you know. Yeah. Um, that's hitting the upper wall, right? And I think that there's kind of a different sort of intensity to that compared to, like, you know, the, uh, Mm -hmm. I guess, typical high school sports, uh, the third years are graduating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, drama where it's like, you know, they, they won't be in the baseball club anymore, but, like, they're not dying. yeah. you you can you can go get some McDonalds with them. <laughs> oh no <laughs> you can't, right? They're gone forever. They're
0: they're dead. <laughs> they only ever show up as as crowd cheer like support support in the crowd for when your characters <laughs> become second years and they're at a new competition. Outside of that, they don't exist.
1: Hell, we've got the graduates coming by to help the youngsters in the clubs all the time. Exactly. I know that disappearing after you graduate is a lie, sports manga. (laughs) (laughs) You
0: can't fool me. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I mean, as you said, like, there's something deeply fascinating, or not fascinating, but there's just something a lot more interesting about a character who is by majority of the world's perspective is incredibly young coming to the end of their career and for an athlete who has dedicated themselves generally uh, in in entirety to their sport um when you do hit that like upper age limit it becomes a question of well what do i do now you know what am i what do i want to do after my professional athletic career and uh usually that does go go into coaching or sports reporting announcing um -hmm. stuff like that but it's you know it it's a whole different ball game pardon the pun um comparatively (laughs) to you know oh well you know our third year characters are graduating and it's really sad and we're gonna to have to train up these new first years who don't know anything about anything yeah. um but you know high school we've said it before on the podcast is like such a small part of your life um when you look at the big picture yeah. and your achievements in high school and again this is something that I really appreciate in q is your achievement in high achievements in high school don't mean that you're you have to do that thing your entire life it doesn't mean that you failed if you're not you know a, a national champion by 17 um so again just like the different real world implications of of yeah the reality of athletes
1: yeah and at the same time i guess the strength of like high school stories for me Mm-hmm. You know, apart from just, like, nostalgia, because, like, you know, we've all been high school kids, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't, like, a sports high school kid, but <laughs> yeah, but... A, a lot of kids were. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think that's valuable. Obviously, I think that it's a relatable experience for a lot of kids who are reading it and, you know, are into sports, are involved in a sports team, um, which is, of course, valuable, you know. You're not going to get that level of like personal relatability from reading Naruto. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's uh, a- a- something that forms a very a lot of very intensely emotional bonds for a lot of kids, I mm-hmm. think, and I mm-hmm. think that's and valuable was- to see reflected in your media. Yeah, but it- um, as an old, <laughs> um, I I do like this idea of. You know, I'm a sucker for a good coming-of-age story, Mm -hmm. and I like this idea of like a team of very different kids coming together and sort of becoming themselves, learning who they are Mm -hmm. through their interactions with the rest of their team. I Mm -hmm. think there's uh, that—that's the most compelling thing I think in sports series Mm -hmm. set in high school.
0: Yeah, there's also the the. I mean, obviously, there's in high school, especially team sports, um, series, there's, there, it, it emphasizes the community and the bond of the team, but also with the protagonist and their relationship and their understanding of, uh, their relationship with the sport and their understanding of themselves through their own de- personal development of their skills, I think is like pretty satisfying as a reader to experience, um, and again, I, th- that's sometimes done very well, sometimes not done as well, uh, but it is kind of a quintessential part of these larger team-specific titles. Uh, next, we
1: have a question from Lipus at Lythus. Uh What moment in a sports manga felt the most familiar to you in your own experience in sports is there a panel or interaction you can remember happening to you? I do not.
0: Sports. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. At all. I wasn't a, a sports <laughs> uh, child. Maybe obvious, but I, I, I had honestly. Okay, I played netball um, when I was in primary school. Hated it really like honestly <laughs> that experience in my childhood poisoned me against team sports the rest of my like school career i i hated it um and also it it ruined my knees so do not do not force your children your daughters into netball um i wasn't forced but it was it was like the thing to do for all little Australian girls to play netball and, oh, not a good time. Uh, Especially if you're like me and and just don't remember the rules of any sport at all. Um, (laughs) But I will say that um, one thing that I I was, I was never, like, competitive in it, but I did do it a lot and I, I was kind of, I wasn't in competitions, but I was, I did, attend events and stuff um was ballroom dancing um another another thing that i i tended to do i did that up until early high school um and welcome to the ballroom really i think captures a lot of that the not intensity but the the difficulty that dance can have and i think that a lot of people don't realize because people don't think of it as a more typical sport but the thing that really it reminded me a lot of was the whole the experience of finding a partner that you worked with that you got your timing right um there's a particular spot or a particular point in the series where um the the main character and his partner um who is like his his partner that he isn't just like him borrowing someone from someone else um finally click finally get the timing down perfectly and just the excitement and the the relief of that was like i i remember that i did that I, and it is like such a fulfilling feeling when you do get that point so that was really good uh next question is from
1: uh, Sarah Lindsley at uh, S.A. Uh Do you feel like the My Coach Won't Let Me Date I'll allow waiting for spring dynamic is underutilized in shoujo manga? Uh, I don't like that dynamic, so I, if anything, it's overused, in my opinion. <laughs> I,
0: I haven't <laughs> seen it a lot, which kind of surprises me because there are a lot of shoujo manga romantic like male leads who are athletes um i can't really remember any other series that like jumps out at me aside from waiting for spring that does that but i mean i'm not fully versed in all of shoujo romance i just feel like anytime a your club coach
1: is interfering in your private life that much. I feel like that's
0: not a healthy Mm -hmm. coach-player relationship. Yeah, I I totally agree. Like, it's (laughs) if it was happening in real life, like, my child had a sports coach that was like, you're not allowed a girlfriend (laughs) or boyfriend. I'd be like, how dare you say that to my child? But I can understand, like, I don't understand or perhaps can't understand, um... This idea of like an athlete being like so focused on the upcoming competitions that they don't have time for a girl, like a partner. Yeah. Um, again, not to bring keep bringing up high but that's something that is kind of touched on um, with Daisho, uh, who his girlfriend breaks up with him because he's so focused on volleyball, and then they later get back together because you know she's like, oh. Um, like I didn't realize this, like how important this was for you. And can you teach me more about volleyball, etc.? Um yeah. Like, like I, that, um, that dynamic I can understand. Um, the coach being like, "You need to dedicate your life to this, or else <laughs> we're not going to national." No, no, you do not have that power <laughs> over those children. Not allowed. Yeah. And and like. I guess I, I understand, like,
1: how some folks might like it as kind of a, uh, like, a cute romance, like, goofy mm-hmm. romance thing, but just for me, um, because it would be so out there in a real life context, to me, it just comes across as a very contrived, I guess, source of conflict. Uh-huh. I, I feel like... A writer can probably come up with more interesting reasons for, like, for example, having the player, you know, have too much of his head in the ball game and Mm -hmm. that creating conflict Mm -hmm. with his girlfriend, you know, that could be interesting. Like, you know, why do we need to get the coach involved? I guess would be my. (laughs) But unfortunately, the other. My personal taste.
0: The other thing about sports (laughs) manga is sometimes you have great coaches and then sometimes you have ones that. Like, they should not be around children, teaching children. Um, and ultimately, they're like, no, but they're good in the end. I don't care. There's some very bad coaches um, in sports manga. And, uh, yeah, I'd like for them to not to be lose their job because they don't <laughs> deserve stop. it And those children. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we won't get to nationals with that attitude. I'm like oh my god guy like I understand this is important to you but also these are children you are going to kill them <laughs> do not do that please stop
1: living vicariously <laughs>
0: for 12 year olds <laughs> and it's not even It's and it's also so rarely because of like that the trope that you see in American sports movies and stuff where it's like no dad I can't live your dream for you like <laughs> because that's i you know that's normally what you see in american movies and stuff but that's not the case in 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 manga it's normally just some like rando uh, <laughs> uh-huh. the only time i've seen that actually uh that trope is in astro lost in space where the, the main male character his dad is or was an athlete and is now trying to uh, relive his his athletic career through his son, and because he got injured and couldn't be the cool athlete that he wanted to be. Uh, so yeah, that <laughs> uh, ping pong does it.
1: Ping pong does
0: it. Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Uh, shonen Note seems like it's going in that direction, but we'll see. Uh, we have a question from Glendaline Gotts at Yomi Yokai. Uh, for those of us who are zero percent interested in sports IRL, what are sports manga you suggest starting out with? I'm reading Haikyuu, but I'd like to get into more sports manga. Um, I don't really consider like caring about the sport to be like a prerequisite for getting into most sports manga, unless yeah. it's like a really heavily into the mechanics one, like mm-hmm. giant killing or something. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, if you just like the general arc of, like, a shounen. You know, even, like, a battle manga. It's kind of the same trajectory, it's the same energy, it's just in a more
0: grounded setting. Yeah. And and I say this as someone who very obviously didn't know anything about Karuta before Chihayafuru. It is very easy to love a, a sports series that you have no clue like about that even existed before you you discovered the series um and mm. i i would recommend for it's not only because it's marvelous um the anime is great as well i recommend that one um but it's also a mixed cast it has a pretty even balance of male and female players it's a mm-hmm. it, it's a female led story, but and the other two I guess main characters are are guys. There's the romance element so, somewhat in there, but it is definitely a hot blooded shonen series, <laughs> despite its uh, more feminine uh, tendencies, I guess. Um, and being Jose, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's it's fun. I think that one also teaches you a lot about the game as you you watch or as you read and it's a again it because it's not one that a lot of people are familiar with even in Japan necessarily it it manages to capture the uniqueness of it but also just the by doing it so well by um having such a wonderful anime I really recommend the soundtrack for the show as well um, it just makes you it it captures your attention um so yeah, chafer is a good one i would also recommend um again coming from someone who like knew nothing about baseball, and this one doesn't like teach you about baseball, but it's very likable is big wind up We don't have the manga mm-hmm. in English, but the anime both seasons we do. And it's great and pretty gay. So, yeah. It's so gay. <laughs> I love that the coach is
1: so in on it, too. He's like, okay, for the next exercise, I'd like you to hold each other's hands and stare deeply into each other's eyes for 15 seconds. <laughs> that, <the> ray, <laughs> like,
0: that's right. He knows. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the coach. That's just their advisor. Their coach is a nurse no yeah, lady. She will... The... The math teacher who's, that is like, true. Le- teaching, trying to teach them all of these, like, mental exercises to improve their game, yeah. which is good. Like, that's a thing <laughs> that they do in real sports, and this isn't covered very often in sports manga, so... But it's, it's done in a very, like, yes, let's hold hands, and, oh, your hand's yeah. getting warmer? That it's means like, you're relaxed. It's, like...
1: It's like a real trust exercise, but also like they both
0: know. hmm
1: They both know. hmm <laughs> Yeah, of course. Um
0: they, you'd have to be blind to know. It's not also
1: uh Mihashi, apart from being like adorable, is also a pretty good representation of like anxiety. Mm-hmm. So there's that as well. Yeah, uh for yeah. the uh mentally ill of us. Mhm.
0: Yeah, he's he's great. And also like Despite his anxiety and all of that, he's a very stubborn character. Like he—he's not just mm-hmm. this, like, oh, you know, I'm not sure about. He may be anxious and he may like have insecurities, but he knows that, that he wants to play baseball, um, and he doesn't let anyone else tell him that he can't, even when he when his brain tells him he can't. So that's pretty yeah. cool. And he knows he wants to pitch, mm-hmm. and Ave and like.
1: Even when he doesn't believe in him, he believes in him, and that's kind of sweet. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. There, it's a um, it's a great show. Check it out. Uh,
1: yeah, I would say in general, like really character focused stuff. Uh, these two are on the more intense side for sure, and uh, one of them's, you know, certainly avant garde in the art style department since it's Taiyo Matsumoto. Mm-hmm. But we've already mentioned both Real and Ping Pong. Mm-hmm. Um. Those are both series where, you know, the sport is a very important part of the series, but it's also, like, it's more so a vehicle for these characters' characters' journeys. Um, So, yeah, I I would recommend either of those, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially if you've enjoyed others of Inoue or um, Matsumoto's work.
0: So hopefully that's given you... A couple of titles to check out. And uh, I mean, if you are yeah. particularly, not that you necessarily have to be interested in them, but if there is a sport that you have some familiarity with, um, whether it's because a relative was involved or or you just come from an area that that's a very popular sport, you might want to check out a, a manga that is, you know, focused on that. That seems to be you know, pretty positively reviewed um again there's there's a lot to choose from out there
1: yep yep there's even fake sports like the mecca basketball one yeah there's some like there's some sports like isekais and stuff now too Mm -hmm. like like, fantasy sports i i don't know anything about them but they exist (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next question is from Hikari Otaku Station at (laughs) Hikari24957404. What are your thoughts on Kuroko no Basket, Kuroko's Basketball? I haven't seen it, so I don't know.
0: I have seen it. I watched all three seasons, plus the sequel film um, and the OVAs, and I read... (laughs) roughly 20% of the manga in preparation for this podcast Um, (laughs) Kuroko is a guilty pleasure it's not bad because it does exactly what it's supposed to do I think that it's a lot of fun but it's not something you take seriously and it's nowhere Mm -hmm. near realistic Um, I've had people yell at me that It is actually, you know, realistic and good. And I laugh at them because they are crazy people. Um, (laughs) I've had a lot of people who are like basketball players, like, no, that can actually like that move really exists. And like, I'm sure the like the particular pass, like the name of it exists. I don't I'm not questioning you on that but I don't think that it <laughs> travels at max speed and then these high schoolers are able to do all of this stuff and also all of these children are breaking all of the rules and the referees are like, I don't know, do- I didn't see it happen. So it's fine. Just don't <laughs> worry about it. It, it's because, like, it's, it, Kuroko is definitely like a shonen series. It's not meant to be, really be that realistic. It has this level of like all the important characters have superpowers and are really important and there it's this also like a very certain idea of like each each character that they come across next that they have to conquer is even more, <laughs> you know, they're more tough than the 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 one before. And there's this mm-hmm. all like all this rivalry and sad backstories and 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 partnership, like the destined partnerships and all of that. It's it's quintessential jump sports stuff, and it's a fun time, but it's a dumb time. <laughs> and also, like watching it, um, I personally, well, I mean, I I don't ship the characters with anyone like it's 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 another one of these series that like has a very large female fan base because they like to see pretty boys in love with each other um Mm -hmm. i don't ship well i i have one ship and it's nothing that nobody ships ever um and so i like don't even participate in the fandom mainly because i don't care enough about the series to do that (laughs) anyway um But, you know, it's, it's premium shipping material for those who are interested in that. Yeah, Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I haven't,
1: like, read or watched the series, mm -hmm. but enough of, like, my favorite BL mangaka have made doujins about it that I have read a fair amount of Um, content.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it it kind of again it appeals to it appeals to male fans as like purely this this fun over the top representation of a sports they or a sport that they enjoy, but it also appeals to these horny girls who like seeing boys <laughs> kissing boys and um you know a bit of rivalry to lovers and that's also perfectly fine i having watched it it was fun i probably won't watch it again i'm i am hoping to read it in its entirety but it's also, like, way low on the priorities. It's not bad. The art, <laughs> the art's not bad. Kuroko himself is actually one of the more interesting characters. I'm not super... Like, I don't dislike Kagami, but he's kind of a more typical, like, hot-blooded sports guy yeah. who thinks he's hot shit and then doesn't... Um, yeah. And I also again there's this sort of unrealistic quality of like their team with no third years because their school has literally only existed for two years. Um somehow <laughs> somehow getting to like the the winter cup, um, which is I, I don't know if they win the Winter Cup. I can't remember. It's been a while. Um but yeah, you know, you have characters with like split personalities. You have a character who can shoot Three point baskets from the opposite basket line or from like the center line. You got a character who, oh my god, Bura. I don't, I don't, I never liked him and he never got any better. (laughs) Um, And is my favorite. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, that's fine. And I also, the Um. other thing is like, Aside from the Generation of Miracles, who are Kurka and the, the five, like, amazing, super-powered characters. Yeah. And Kagami. I do not remember anyone's name. And there's a lot of characters. I don't even remember, like, 50... I, I'd say 75% of the time, I do not remember the names of the characters on the main team, the only reason I'm remembering some of them right now is because I read that manga two days ago. I'm like, I remember Izumi and I remember <laughs> that I, I I don't remember his name right now, but Tepe and I, there's, I'm like, okay, I remember you now, but as soon as I stop the series, as soon as I finish it, it will be gone. It will be gone from my brain and it will never come back. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, like, the 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 rival teams aside from the generation of miracle characters and maybe one other character, I do not know anyone's names i don't i couldn't even tell you like what any of their teammates look like it's that bad I'm just like i don't I'm sorry. There's I no idea, no idea. Comparatively, again, not. I don't want to compare series because it, every series has its own strengths and whatever. But Haikyuu has five million teams and thirty million characters, and I remember a solid chunk of them: their names, their personalities, what they look like, and what team they're on. And and when and. and that's amazing and I will probably this time next year, having not interacted with anything high at all, I will probably still remember most of those characters' names. And so there's a memorability <laughs> element that Kuroko for me lacks as well. I also
1: remember like Well why would you bother why would you bother remembering their names when you can announce them by hair color, G?
0: No, but the thing is, the Generation of Miracles, (laughs) I remember their names. And they're the ones with the the colored hair. Everyone else has black or brown hair. And I have no idea who they are. Like, there's one guy... Well, see, there's the problem. See, and then there's... Okay, like, I could tell you there's some characters, but I don't know their names. There's the guy who (laughs) was... um, Kagami's BFF in America, they traded rings in a totally not-gay way. I don't remember his name, Ooh. but he exists. <laughs> just... That's the good sports anime content. Yep. And <laughs> and there's a guy with glasses uh, on one team. I'm sure there's more Glass character, but I don't remember them. And... Uh, I'm pretty sure there was a team that, like, literally broke someone's leg, and then the ref was like, I don't know what's going on. Um, but I, (laughs) I don't... Looks like he tripped! (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh! What happened? Honestly, honestly, the refs are, like, so blind and deaf and have no (laughs) peripheral vision in Kuriko, and I'm just like... Why? Why do you even have the refs? And then, and then immediately, th- the good team, the team that we care about, they will do something like minorly wrong, and then the refs are like, oh, 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 timeout or like, I don't know what the thing is. You get a penalty, not allowed, and I'm like you, this other, they were breaking people's legs. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's my kuroko experience um <laughs> you, it sounds like if, an adventure if nothing else it is hell of an entertaining watch it's again like me with Yo mushy pedal um i didn't watch that series because i thought it was high art i watched it because it had a pretty likable main character And it had some quirky and fun and dumb stuff. And then the most revolting lizard man villain I've ever seen (laughs) ever. And that was, that was that. It was, it was a good time. (laughs) It's got Angel Boy. That's all you need. Angel Boy and, um, fashion disaster and, um, Who has a like the green one? No, that was the, the green one. The green one is the fashion and, disaster, um, and
1: he has the his, other one that's always with the green one. Yeah,
0: his boyfriend <laughs> and. And um that's those Kageyama clone yeah and um, the the Osaka Osaka one yeah yeah
1: those are the only ones like you need to them. know
0: those are the only ones you need to know. <laughs> they're the only important characters and then well actually no I do like the second years in Yomoshi Petal. they're they're 16 they act and... like 30 year old married couple um and <laughs> I love them and uh yeah evil villain lizard boy alien um yeah. And the song. Hime. Hime Hime. Hime. Hida is Kida Hime. <laughs>
1: Hime. Him, kira Kira rin.
0: Yes. And then in the second season second second third season, uh the second season of that show came out in, in Universe and then there was like a, a new version of that song. And I was both <laughs> excited but also disappointed because I liked the original more. Um <laughs> <laughs> But it's again What if what if that's the um that that ice
1: skating one is like he has to have the the um magical girl song sung to him.
0: Yeah, right? yeah, or that's it, the whole it, a, what if it's yeah. what if it's that song? I mean that would make me wanna wa- read it way, way sooner. <laughs> I, I've got it in my <laughs> my bookwalker uh library to read, but um yeah, no that song is catchy as heck. Sakamichi is a good boy. Um and for as much yes. as I ragged on it when I was watching it and just like stressed tweeting whilst I was losing my mind, um, <laughs> it made me cry at the end of the second season. So yeah, it's it's actually pretty good. <laughs> there
1: you go. Well, there's got to be something keeping it going over 60 volumes, I mean.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the fact that they travel two meters per chapter probably helps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's. A- I mean, you know, without getting cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> probably the reason is because um, cycling nerds are really really into cycling and there's only one big cycling manga is, mm-hmm. is the real reason
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you are, again um, mushy Pedal it's in the same vein as, as Kirka's basketball for me and if you liked one for the reasons that I stated then you will definitely like the other one and sometimes that's all yeah. you need just a fun time to lose your mind to
1: Sometimes you just need that that uh video from the Prince of Tennis movie of the guys serve going back in time and killing the dinosaurs.
0: Yeah, the most important historical event of all time. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. As the the Prince of Tennis expert of the pair of us cuz I have not read any t- Prince of Tennis, never watched any of it either. Um I, I, from my perspective, or from what I've heard, it's, like, starts kind of normal shounen sports level, and then just gets crazy by the end of it, because they just gotta keep ramping it up. Is that true, or did you not get that Yeah. Far?
1: Kind of. But the main character is, like, the whole thing is that he's, like, a fucking genius from the start, so I feel like... They were pretty vulnerable to power creep from the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, a uh, yeah, it's definitely more on the Yoapeta side of things mm-hmm. than, like, Haikyuu. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> but I would recommend uh, Yoamushi Petal over Prince of, of Tennis, Tennis because the main character is not a dick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sakamichi's a good boy. He's a good boy and He's such a good and pure
1: boy and I want him to marry uh Angel Boy.
0: Yeah, good ship. A plus. Um Prime content. Next
1: question. <laughs> uh <laughs> from Olive Olive the Manga Reader at Olive the Manga. What sport haven't you seen a manga about that you would like to? Um underwater basket weaving.
0: <laughs> that would be cool. Um, I, I'd be into it. I'd be into like I don't know synchronized swimming or something. That'd probably be interesting. Um, there'd be a lot a lot of uh, opportunity for drama there. Um, yeah, I like um. I mean, I'm from Colorado,
1: and I was surprised when I was thinking that I couldn't think of a skiing manga. Mm.
0: So, I I would like a skiing manga. Mm. I like skiing the skiing or snowboarding or something like winter sports kind of, they don't get forgotten, but they're not as focused on because generally they're more of a, uh, niche sport comparatively to, again, like the summer team sports that we see. Uh, Unless
1: you live in Colorado.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean in Japan, I mean where these are being made.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean the only reason figure skating got big was because they got a couple really good figure skaters.
0: So. Yeah. You sort of honey, love you my boy. You're uh, my boy Shoma Uno as yeah, well. They're both, they're mm, good good boys. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh but yeah, I mean there there's definitely uh sports that could I I have a lot of potential for um manga. But, as like, honestly, again, as someone who's not, like, a huge sports person, I'd be pretty open to anything, as long as it's not cricket and probably not netball. I have too much trauma about netball, but uh, anything else, that's... I'm... I'd like, probably. Or I'd at least try. So, you know,
1: I don't know if they do this outside of America, but definitely in America, uh, they do this thing where... It's like a local community event where a bunch of people with dachshunds just dress up their dogs as hot dogs and race
0: them. <laughs> I would like to see <laughs> I would like to see a sports manga about that. <laughs> I mean that that's a new one for me, but I would be one hundred percent supportive of that. Um that's that sounds great. <laughs> Honestly I'm surprised there's not like a, a sports or a a dog show uh manga cuz there That's true. I'm sure
1: there is, but I don't know it. Mm. I don't know if I would be as interested in that. Though. I don't know. I I got issues with like the whole pet store culture and Yeah.
0: And... I ju- I just it's, it's a lot of opportunity for cute dogs and I like dogs. <laughs> um so outside I like, again, like I'm reading Moonland and I honestly I have a real issue with gymnastics in real life <laughs> because Ooh, I am very cynical about any sport that is totally, like, wholly focused on prepubescent children, um, and Athlete Mm. A on Netflix just solidified that for me, um, confirmed it, but, but Moonland is really, like, I don't have those issues because in manga, terrible things aren't happening to these children and we know they're not because one they're not real but two <laughs> this is an inspirational story with like good characters and good role models <laughs> so <laughs> i would like a pole dancing manga i well, i mean you you i it would be great i'd love to see it and then everyone would be like wow i didn't know there was so much that went into pole dancing. And then every chapter, the character would get off the pole, be covered in bruises, and then just lie on the ground and be like, I, I, I'm I, not going to be able to move for three days. But then <laughs> the next day they come back because they're a crazy person and enjoy it so much. And uh, yeah, and then they'd be able to do a lot of really impressive stuff and make it look really easy. Pole dancing's a lot of fun, you guys. Take it from me, someone who does it. <laughs> I'm very impressed by people who do full <laughs> dancing.
1: Next question, a uh, set of questions, is from Haikyuu uh, equals best sports manga. They've got a very thematic name for <laughs> the ending of IQ, Uh Or at seductive bard. Um, what, to you, makes a good sports manga? Uh, to me, it'd be, like, the the way that it integrates the sport itself into its individual characters' personal
0: journeys, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, first and foremost, it's always characters for me. Um, you- I, and I think there's a reason why series that do focus on more personal dra- drama, um, mainly, like, Mitsuru Adachi stuff, like, Touch and mm-hmm. Cross Game, have become so recognizable and so classic. And even, like, um, uh, Tamara's Joe, is because you care about the characters more than necessarily the outcome of the sport that they're playing. Um, mm. And, I mean, there's there's obviously, like, hopefully your sport would be Something that your characters or your audience cares about. But I do think that for a lot of sports manga to exist and persist in the collective mind, it needs both the sport element and the character. Because again, like, Kuriko's a fun time, but I don't remember anything that happened in it. I don't remember any of the characters' names, aside from the ones that I'm (laughs) supposed to. And, uh, yeah, so, like, there's quite a few series like that. It's not just Kuroko. There's a lot of series like that. I was gonna say, like, I think first for me, first for
1: me is, like, the characters, Mm -hmm. um, and how well constructed they are, and how well the sport itself is integrated into, uh their journey and their development Mm -hmm. um but the second thing for me is i think there does have to be a certain passion for the chosen sport Mm -hmm. like sometimes you read a sports manga and you can kind of tell that the sport is yeah not necessarily like a passion Mm -hmm. of the creator you know it's just popular maybe or um They they thought it was cool without really doing any research into it. (laughs) And that leads to a lot of really unclear matches that it's difficult to remember afterwards. Yeah. So I, I want, like... I want a series that is just... Ideally, just bursting with passion for the sport. Like, I want, you know, a series... That's about a sport that I don't give a shit about Mm -hmm. to make me give a shit about that sport. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. That's also important to me. I also prefer uh, if the... I don't want the focus to just be on, you know, our home team, Mm -hmm. our boys, Mm -hmm. or our girls. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I like it when the rivals get flushed out a little more as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. that's actually exactly what I was gonna say. I think again that's something Haikyuu does incredibly well. The whole rivalry with Nekoma is wonderful. Hikurunago is another really great example of this. Um there's Yuri on ice as well. Yeah, Yuri on ice and there's there's a lot of series. It, you you are more invested in in the outcome of a game when you support both sides and you kind of want both sides to win, um, it just hits that much harder because you understand how important this seri- or this game is for both people. Again, Chai Furu is another really great example of this. Um, you know, it, it's... You have to care about more characters than just your protagonists. Um, otherwise... It's it's really boring if you're in a series where the characters, the main characters always win and they always mm-hmm. like are better and they and their rival is just like ridiculously evil um and over the top which um it can be fun but like that's not the reality of high school sports <laughs> or any sports. Like yeah. we're all people and there's not like yeah. a a cackling villain going like yes, I will be the best at this sport and ha ha Um and yeah, they're all at the end of the day they're all they're all cute kids who <laughs> are trying their best
1: and yeah. they're going to cry when they lose.
0: Yes, again, again Haikyuu does it really well. Even from, even till the very last, the very last page of that series, it did the rivalry between different characters, um, among, amidst all different teams, so well that, um, when things do get mixed up and do change, that you are still really invested, um, regardless of, like, who's playing who and what's in, on, in, on the line for these characters, um, comparatively to what's normal. Um, but yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And ping pong has a much smaller cast than haiku. Obviously it's not a team sport. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. they are on teams, but like they're playing singles yeah. matches, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. that, that one also has really good, mm-hmm. like, yeah rivalries like you're not not every character is on the same team as uh peko and smile Mm -hmm. i really love you know the rivalry with uh wenga Mm uh he was my favorite character (laughs) from the anime yeah so um as well as um just reading the first half of the series like i didn't remember getting all that invested in like that the the team that's all bald Right, mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dragon and demon, but yeah. like I'm so invested. I actually was <laughs> so upset when demon like lost his match because mm-hmm. you know he like he he's been working so hard and he just ended up you know playing someone who's just happens to be
0: good at table tennis. And yeah, he's like like fuck, I've been there. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, and again, Chai for it, you. It's an individual's game so every character is a rival and and it's also a mixed uh, mixed game so men like girls and boys, men and women play each other and there's no gender separation until the very 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 top of um, like the rankings um, but it means that your teammates can also be your your closest rivals. And that's utilized mm. oh so perfectly. It'll make you cry. Again, watch Chaya for Chihaya and Shinobu is a really good
1: ship. <laughs> it is. It
0: is. It is. And and <laughs> Taichi and Arata are also a really good ship. Just by the mm. way, I know they're love mm. rivals, but also Ot three mm. with Chaya, good ship. There's a lot of good ships. To be
1: honest. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The next one from at seductive bard is hot take. Hikaru no go is one of the best sports manga thoughts. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah, I, I like it a lot. And again, it's in that like, that genre or that small class of sports manga that like made people interested in the sport in Japan. Because nobody was interested in Go before Hikaru no Go. At least no young people were. And um, I I really like the rivalry between Hikaru and Akira. Um, And Sai is wonderful. And I cry every time it gets to (laughs) that particular point in the manga and ends the show. And yeah, and it's funny. Like, it's funny. It's a lot of fun. Hikaru is very likable as well um, and watching his journey is great as he gets more confident. Hikaru and um, Akira is
1: also a good ship.
0: Yeah I mean yes obviously. <laughs> R- rivals are always good ships we know this. Well not always but in good manga they're always good ships <laughs> so
1: <laughs>
0: I just I gotta point it out
1: you know <laughs> Um, this one Uh, Let's go lightning round for this question. What are both of your top five sports manga?
0: Go! Haikyuu, Chai, Furu, Big Wind Up, Ping Pong, and, and, um, um, uh, I don't know, but that's four. I'll give, there's, I'll say Moonland, that's a pretty good one, gymnastics. So. Okay. Uh, For me,
1: um, Ping Pong real uh mm. this japanese one i'm reading called sautame senshi Takakusu, which is boxing but more importantly it's girl abs <laughs> 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 um hikaru no go and um uh, yeah let's go big wind up yeah sure it's a good one <laughs> Last one from him is one to two desperately wanted sports manga licenses.
0: Big wind up. Big wind up. (laughs) Big wind up. (laughs) Big wind up. (laughs) Big Big wind wind up. up. Big... Okay. um, (laughs) It'll never happen because it's 32 volumes in Japanese and it's also... Yeah. And the anime... Is, did nothing. Yeah, <laughs> not not popular <laughs> and it's a monthly series so it comes out really slowly. Um it but I want it <laughs> I want it so bad. <laughs> Please give it to me. I just wow, oh, my boys. Um also and this is the series um that I was I don't know the name, which is really bad of me, but there is because of the Olympics and the Paralympics most specifically there is a new manga about a blind marathon runner and his i guess partner or guide or i don't know the proper term apologies and that just sounds really interesting because one i didn't even know that was a thing it makes sense that it's a thing but that's obviously my just failure in thinking about that but i i really want to read that that sounds really interesting and i would give money to a publisher who would license it?
1: Yeah, that sounds uh, that sounds yeah. cool. I want uh, <laughs> aim for the ace. I, I want my vintage shojo. Mm. That's my long shot, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be good. That's my that's my never gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know we were talking about this, but I feel like something that's interesting about high is mm-hmm. that. The way that its story beats unfold. I feel like there's enough sports manga nowadays that are taking cues from haikyu Yeah. Uh, ha ha, ha. But, uh, <laughs> that it's sort of becoming the normal formula for sports manga. Mm-hmm. But when it first started, I, I remember being very struck by how the way that its drama plays out feels ve- much more similar to those, like, shoujo- Volleyball yeah. series? Yeah. More so than you know, the, the shonen sports series of the time.
0: It's got a real understanding of like how people, real human people, um, interact with the thing that they're passionate about. Um it all it mm-hmm. it reminds me like early the early high stuff, it's just so striking to me of like the relationships that the existing team had with each other before the first years came in and then how it adapted mm-hmm. with the first years. I mean, Nishinoya returning to the team is is kind of the first big, quote-unquote, like, schism um, that the whole club has to, I guess, overcome. And it's mm-hmm. it's done really well. Cool. And then Nishinoya is the best, so it's great.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I would like those, you know, vintage shoujo titles. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like Saotame Senshu. Um, I am a fan of that manga. I think it's cute. Uh, and it's got a lot of buff ladies who box each other. <laughs> um, and, uh, the guy who writes it is clearly a man of taste and culture. Yeah, I feel like I certainly know a lot of, a lot of <laughs> manga readers who would yeah. appreciate that series, so. Is that, I mean, <laughs> Hey
0: sounds great i I wouldn't argue against it um,
1: it's uh <laughs> yeah there was a moment the the main dude like ends up having to like i don't know they're doing some exercise in the pool and he's like this scrawny little dude right um the whole dynamic is that he's like secret dating the uh the ace of the team for for various reasons, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so obviously both of them are super boxing nerds, uh-huh. but they're kind of opposites mm-hmm. in that Sao Tome is the ace of their school's boxing team. She's famous pretty much everywhere she goes. Mm-hmm. She could crush your skull like a watermelon between her thighs. <laughs> 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 um, she's, she's very no-nonsense, very, like, goes by instinct, just like naturally really good at the sport kind of person, whereas Satoru, by contrast, is someone who, like, no matter how much boxing he does, no matter how much he trains, he never seems to bulk up. Mm -hmm. So he never gets really put into any matches that actually matter for the school. And he's always been on the sidelines. And as a result, he kind of, like, he knows everything about boxing because he spends all his time researching it Mm -hmm. because he can't actually participate so he ends up being kind of a coach for her Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no it's it's it is uh more than you would expect Mm. (laughs) i won't say it's high art but it is more (laughs) than you would expect it's a fun time that's all you need it's fun time good dynamic between the two main characters there's also a third girl who like They have to keep their relationship secret for dumb reasons. Uh This is the same trope I (laughs) say earlier I don't like. Um, But I'm willing to forgive it for the sake of girl abs. (laughs) Um, But there's a third girl who's always like, just like, trolling them. She's pretty Mm -hmm. funny. Um, But yeah, anyway, there's this scene early on where they're doing some exercise in the pool and Satoru ends up having to like Carry Sao Tome on his shoulders, you know, like with with her her legs right yeah. there on his shoulders, uh-huh. and I was like, "This author wrote Gets this it. entire series yeah. for this moment." Yeah, <laughs> damn, <laughs> and I respect that. <laughs> um, so you know, Seven Seas, it's right there. Mm. <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, and also, like, Manga Mogura is always turning me on to all kinds of titles, right? Yeah,
0: they they uh, always have such interesting stuff, and I will—I never remember... Sometimes yeah. I have to bookmark it, so then I will remember it to, like, ask Seven Seas yeah. to get it, because... Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, one I saw on their Twitter recently was actually about Kabaddi, which... Uh, I like Kabaddi so... Uh, that's an Indian sport mm. that is quite popular in Japan. Fairly popular, so that that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I would be interested in getting a comedy manga.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, uh, hey, yeah. I'm as I said, I, if it's not cricket, if it's not netball, I, I'd be willing to try it if nothing else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> G's been traumatized by netball.
0: <laughs> Netball's terrible. Just I hate it. <laughs> Uh, We've just got a couple
1: more. Uh, The next one's going to be from Gabby at Yami Neftis. Have you ever disliked a sport but came to understand and enjoy it better thanks to a sports manga? Probably like every sport that I've ever come to like in any capacity to be honest.
0: Yeah, I mean, same. (laughs) There's some things that I was already, like, I knew about and I'd played before. Tennis, of course, born dance, Mm -hmm. but like as I said, I I knew nothing aside from like very basic information about baseball before my perusal through anime and manga. I knew nothing about volleyball. I didn't even know that libero's existed. Like I didn't even know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, yeah, it is. And now I'm like, and I love all of them in this series. So that's <laughs> great. Um, yeah, I mean, there's even sports that I already liked loose like that's a very loose term because i didn't like sports but even sports that i thought i knew about i there's some series that i would have read or watched that i gained a larger understanding of because of the way that it's explained or shown in manga lacrosse was another one with um cross managed yeah just it's pretty ubiquitous i will say that i still don't like really understand the rules of basketball um but, but <laughs> that's because my my experience has been Kuroko, and that teaches you nothing um <laughs> and slam dunk i've only read 5 volumes of and i'm like yeah i know the dribbling's the thing and like doing a dunk is a thing and an alley-oop. Um, <laughs> but I don't, like, understand or I don't know where players are allowed to run to or any of that mm-hmm. stuff. Whereas I do understand that stuff now in, like, volleyball because of high um, Yeah, I could probably look it up but I don't actually care enough until, um, <laughs> until a, a basketball series comes along that I that interests me enough that it wants to teach me that. The big one I
1: can think of is that I already liked figure skating, mm-hmm. but I only really watched it at, like, the Olympics, mm-hmm. um, but uh, after Yuri on Ice, I got more into figure skating.
0: Yeah, so. I mean, same. It was kind of an Olympic watch for me, like, I think a lot of people, mm-hmm. but the I learned, I think, more about the actual yearly program structure of, yeah. like, all of the different competitions. Yeah. So that was cool, and makes me like keep an eye out whenever it's you know worlds or the NHK or yep. whatever. Like you know, I'm like oh mm-hmm. that's going on today, and I follow figure skating Twitter, so I get the news yep. as soon as it happens.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Last two
0: questions.
1: Uh, we've got one from Scott at Mech Anime Review is there a character in any sports manga whose personal journey connects to you more than any
0: other? Um, I would say and this isn't necessarily like through the sport and it wouldn't, it. and my experience isn't inherently the same as her either, but it's a character I really related to a lot uh, still relate to a lot, and that's Kanade uh, Ui from <laughs> Chaifu, Kanachan love her Love her. She's the... She's the other ma- female character um, girl in the main club um, in Shahia's team. She is... She has a, a love for history, and her, her... She doesn't really have an interest in karta itself. She more so has an interesting interest in the Hundred Poems. Um, and she, like, she joined... Um she she loves traditional clothing, she loves history, she loves that sort of, like she's very passionate and is very aware of that passion and I I loved her self-aware attitude of like yeah, I'm only going to do this because I, you know, it's my interest. And then she grew from that and learned more about it. But also I really appreciated like she's she's a very strong character. She learns more about what she wants to do within the Karata community through her experiences with mm-hmm. the club um and she's aside from perhaps Taichi and and uh satomakun she is definitely like she's the brains when all the boys and chahaya just are <laughs> too busy with whatever is going on she and and uh deski the the guy Who's also yeah. like that They're kind of a couple. Um, are the true like they're keeping that that club together because Chaya's got <laughs> no <the> common sense. <laughs> she she just does no no interest in anything except for Karata, and Taichi's too busy pining, um, and and <laughs> he's just. Full of emotions. Yes. And I Constantly. love him. I love him. <laughs> I adore him. He is my boy. But... That's my son. But... My child. <laughs> but he's, you know, he's struggling. He's struggling. Um, <laughs> and then Nishida, also great, solid, love him. He, But he's also like, I don't know if you can rely on him to keep everyone in line. <laughs> Kanada, Canada yeah. is not gonna, she's like, you, we're sorting this out, you sit here, I figured out this whole budget, we don't have any more money to do any of this shit that you guys want to do, you want to organize something, we'll organize it, but you have to tell me what we're doing, um, and she's also, like, the one that's kind, like, liaisons with, with all the, uh, between the teachers, like, all the adults and stuff she handles, mm-hmm. I love her, she's great, and... For anyone who's been following my social media, my YouTube account for a, a while, at least um, over a year, you will know that up until uh, probably 18 months ago, all of my social media had Kanade as a icon. All of them. Every single one. Um, and if you ever see a video on my channel that is... Um, that the thumbnail is an like anime picture, it will, nine times out of ten, be her. Because I love her. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, for me, I mean, you know, the, the the reason that it's my favorite sports manga, mm-hmm. that it's one of my favorite manga, is that there's really not a character in Ping Pong that I don't relate to in some way mm-hmm. at some point in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, So, that would be mine. I don't know who I relate to the most. It's kind of like I relate to different aspects of them at different points throughout the series. Mm -hmm. Uh, But definitely, I've always connected with Matsumoto's style of writing characters, Mm -hmm. uh, particularly in his more sort of grounded and more realistic works. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, All of them, I guess. (laughs) All those kids. All those kids
0: mm-hmm yeah they're
1: all good kids uh, yeah again good kids especially yeah smile peko and wenga mm. i guess the most last one last question uh from m kush at m i don't know how to pronounce this but we're gonna attempt mk hush
0: airy i think no so. idea something along those <laughs> lines
1: Uh, How important is realism to you when it comes to sports anime and manga? Um,
0: I think if I'm going to get invested in it, it has to be, it has to have some level of believability. I, I will suspend, you know, I, I will suspend my, my disbelief a little bit. Again, like, there's plenty of sports series where I'm sure the skills, um, aren't, things that, like, high schoolers could typically do, but there's still things Mm -hmm. that, like, athletes and people who play the game can do, and so, like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's... I'm happy to be like, yeah, that's... I believe that this is possible, that this exists in this world, and generally those are the series that, um, I am, like, really emotionally attached to. The unrealistic things, like... You Wishy Pedal, like Keriko, like I'm sure Prince of Tennis, stuff like that. <laughs> um it's it's a fun time, but it's kind of like popcorn entertainment. And once it's finished, mm-hmm. it's like, that was fun. Okay. Like I'm not sad that it's over.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean for me I guess I'm kind of like uh, I go to sports series. More for the sports, you yeah. know? The, having a more, like, grounded kind of conflict. Um, if I'm gonna, you know, watch or rate a series that's as fantastical as Kuroko's basketball, <laughs> I kind of would prefer that there's, like, magic and dragons in it uh-huh. at that point, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so... I, I guess that's where I am. Like I did enjoy when I watched of Yowamushi Pedal, but I did eventually like kind of fizzle out on it as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I definitely get more out of the more grounded sports series. I think, yeah, personally, but but you know, the the ones that aren't as grounded are also fun. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, I to each their own. I don't think like it when a series is grounded or like more realistic it doesn't make it any less entertaining or enjoyable um but but the the crazy ones the unrealistic ones are the ones that are fun to binge watch just like in a in an afternoon or like a on a weekend because then you have a you're in for a wild ride and man (laughs) the, the emotional roller coaster that series will put you on mainly hilarity um is is good is good. There's actually another question from um, M. Cush here. Do you think it's important for the protagonist slash team to achieve victory at the end of the series? Um, and then in parenthesis, looking at you slam dunk. Um, so I assume that they don't win at in slam dunk. I, again, haven't read it. I don't know. Um, personally, I think that it doesn't need to... I don't think a sports series has to win the thing. I mean, it, it's satisfying when the team and the characters that you're so invested in achieves their goal, but that doesn't mean that they win the thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. again, Haikyuu, there's a lot of points in that series where the characters lose that, or that, you know, don't win, don't qualify, whatever else, and even the end of the the last couple chapters, you don't always know what the final results are for some of these games that are being played because that's not really the point of Haikyuu. Okay. It's more so the point of, like, this is so much fun. I want people to know how fun it is. I want to keep playing and enjoying myself and being with the people that are also having fun with this. Um, and that's that's their victory. That's their goal. That's the what they've achieved. And again, like with this, the manga, obviously it's hugely popular. Furudate definitely achieved teaching people that volleyball is fun. Um, so that for me is more valuable than the characters like standing with the trophy at the end of the series. Yeah. Um, Be like, woohoo, we did it! We got the thing! We won the prize! We're the best in the country! Um, So yeah, that's...
1: Yeah, I guess for me it comes down to, like, the whole want versus need thing with characters. Um, Mm -hmm. So, like, usually what your characters want is going to be different from what they need, right? And maybe both of those line up as Line up with a a big win at the end of the series, and Mm -hmm. that's fine, too. Mm -hmm. But if you don't accomplish that need, you're not going to get a satisfying series. You know, whether that involves winning the big thing (laughs) or not really (laughs) depends on the series. Uh, Like Yuri on Ice, too. Uh, Spoilers for that series. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the main character doesn't necessarily take home the gold in the end Mm -hmm. in that one. Mm But, you know, that's okay because, you know, the point of what he needed was, you know, learning to overcome this anxiety that was making him miserable. Yeah. And in so doing, rekindle his passion for the sport of professional figure skating Mm -hmm. and get back out there Mm -hmm. after, you know, a crushing defeat the previous year. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you know, (laughs) uh, find love. (laughs) (laughs) uh rekindle his coach's passion for the sport as well. Mm-hmm. Uh so, you know, that yeah. that didn't necessarily culminate in winning the gold medal right away. Uh and I think ultimately yeah. like not taking home yeah. the gold ends up being part of the important part of the journey yeah. in that you know, his career's just
0: getting restarted, mm-hmm. right? So And it's also kind of the reality of you know, you can work your hardest. You can work so damn hard. But everyone else out there is also working their damn hardest. Like, it's not... People aren't slacking off. And so Mm -hmm. there's a a level of realism of, like, not everyone's going to win the gold medal, is sad to say. (laughs) Like, you all put... Mm -hmm. Most of these people have put in the same amount of effort. And really, sports is very, like, oh my goodness. It is very reliant on just so many different things. But ultimately, it's kind of luck. Mm -hmm. Like as much hard work as you can put in, and as happy as you are with your performances, as happy as you are with your game, as much as you want it, you know. They, there's only one first place. Um, And again, like meet another like Arachi works. His his stories are so focused on. I mean, his characters normally do win the thing, but they the story is usually about like overcoming grief or, or learning growing up wanting to be more more yourself so it's less about like we won the thing we're amazing and more like mm-hmm. oh they've moved on they've you know they've, they've gotten better mm-hmm. and they're becoming stronger people and those sorts of series i think again really appeal to
1: a lot of people Just in the general sense of, like, would I be interested in, like, a sports genre tragedy? Mm -hmm. Um, Like something where you're not, you know, where the characters ultimately, their arc takes a negative turn. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd never say never. I guess Mm -hmm. it could be interesting. But I would say that in general, I'm looking for, just like in, like, real sports, which you're watching, you're not necessarily watching it to feel... Downtrodden. You're, yeah, you're there yeah, to be yeah. uplifted. Yeah, I think I love a good tragedy, but I'm not sure if that's the subgenre I'd be particularly interested <laughs> in reading a tragedy in. Uh-huh. I guess <laughs> I, I usually want a happy ending for my sports series.
0: Yeah, I mean, of course, as you said, never say never. But with that, I think that's all of our questions answered. Oh my goodness. Thank you guys so, so much for all those questions. I hope we answered them um, satisfactorily to your guys' expectations. Um, Yeah, uh, definitely a a more, I guess, lighthearted and fun topic this month around. Um, Next month, the topic is going to be single volume releases so manga that are just one book one and done um and we do have quite a few in english um and thankfully probably a lot less reading in preparation uh, for next month's <laughs> podcast compared to this month's but so as always leave your questions in the comments below or of course you can leave your questions in response to when i tweet about it if you are interested in asking question be sure to follow me on twitter that's at collecting g just one word and g is g double e also be sure to um follow ray on her all of her social medias most notably her youtube channel whimsical pictures and twitter it's great guys she makes great content she's really good at what she does I actually posted a video recently. Yay! And it was really good. Wow. (laughs) Aw, thanks. (laughs) Um, Also, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, um, if you are interested in following this podcast on platforms other than YouTube, whether that be Spotify or Google uh, Podcasts or Anchor FM or wherever else, we are now on those platforms. I will... Leave the link in the description below, so be sure to follow us there if you're wanting to. We do actually really appreciate the support, and um, it'd be interesting to see the numbers on these sorts of things. (laughs) Um, So, with that, thank you guys so, so much for listening, and we will talk to you, or see you, in the next podcast. Bye till then! See you.